Hey, what's up, guys? It's Bill Baker. Hey, what's up? It's Jessica. And thank you guys so much for coming and listening to us right here on our podcast. Be sure to check us out Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. on Power 101.7. Tons of news and entertainment, prank phone calls, win huge prizes, question of the day with relationships, and so much more. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel and get notifications when we upload new content. Now let's check out another new segment on our podcast. Max Marshall. Hi, Max. Good morning. How are you guys? Good morning. Good morning. It's Bill and Jessica, Power 1017. Thank you so much for calling in. We appreciate it. Of course. I'm excited to talk to you guys. Yeah, so I got your book right here. I, I'll be honest. I haven't. I just got it yesterday, so I haven't read through the whole thing. But what a wild investigation you had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well yeah. I mean, looking at, you know, like what you did and what you found out, I mean, it's crazy. For people who don't know, you, you know, as a kid, when you were in high school, you went on tour with a with a big rock band, the Steve Miller band. Okay. You uh, are a writer and journalist. You started investigating this um like small time Xanax trafficking ring. Uh the whole thing resulted in the arrest of nine college kids. Now, is that because of what you did, or is that just what happened and you were just kind of following the story? Kind of, Can you kind of walk us through, like, you know, what happened? Sure. So I was in college at the same time as all the guys in the story from 2012 to 2016, and I was in a fraternity. I saw so much Xanax as a party drug in fraternities, um, and the Xanax I was seeing – it wasn't coming from Pfizer. It wasn't coming from CVS. It was fake, chalky pills that were showing up at guys' sort of dorm rooms in U- USPS boxes. Wow. So after college, I became an investigative journalist. I started wondering, okay, well, where are all these pills coming from? Because it, you know, frankly, really kind of derailed some of my friends' lives. It's a very addictive drug. And, you know, I also have friends who are dealing. And, but anyway... I found this struggling at the College of Charleston, like you said, nine students, or it was, you know, it was half kids in fraternities, half kids who were just that age, yeah. were arrested with what the police said were 44,000 Xanax pills, plus pound and a half of cocaine, an assault rifle with a grenade launcher, 12 pounds of weed, a bunch of other stuff. But it seemed like a decently small time ring, you know, 44,000 pills is a lot, but it's not, you know, narcos. But ultimately, a defense lawyer let it slip that, in fact, they've been caught with closer to three and a half million pills. And the police had just never publicized that. And then I found out that a student had been murdered, and these other students had died. And the drug ring actually was, you know, kind of all over the South and really kind of nationwide. And so, yeah, then it just became a, a much bigger story and ultimately became a book. I mean, that's just unbelievable. I mean, like, you just, you kind of like fell into it. I mean, you were in the fraternity, you started seeing, you know, drugs passed around a lot, you know, kids partying and stuff. You started like seeing kind of like a bigger picture, realizing what was going on. And you're like, wait a minute. So where are they getting these pills from? I mean, like, because you said they're not. Go ahead. It's it's crazy. I mean, you know, it used to be if you wanted to sell drugs, in college, you'd have to kind of go to the other side of town and find the guy who's connected to a cartel or connected to a gang. Like, yeah, that was scary for a lot of guys. But now with the the dark web, you don't have to leave campus Wi-Fi. You you know, open your laptop, download Tor, this like encrypted browser, 
and you can get it shipped to you. And so they're getting Xanax powder shipped to them from China in these printer cartridges, and the powder would be hidden inside the cartridges. And then they would rent these beach houses off the coast of Charleston, these very beautiful sort of, you know, next to all these families. And they had their own industrial pill press, and they could make hundreds of thousands of pills a month. Um, and they'd go from beach house to beach house because these pill presses would kick up all this dust and make a huge mess. So they would make 100,000 pills, a few hundred thousand pills, clean up the beach house, move to another one. And, yeah, they were able to do this for a few years, and it probably would be continuing today if the student hadn't been murdered. Wow. Um, Max Marshall, live on the hotline. Um uh, among the brothers of fraternity crime story, uh, pick up the book everywhere. So have you found that it's certain fraternities or is it all, or like, what have you, what, what have you found? Like, how, how do you, like, I mean, this is just crazy. So, yeah, I mean, it's often what people will call the best fraternities. So like, you know, you show up to any college campus and if you ask someone in Greek life, what are the three best fraternities and three best sororities, people can tell you. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of confusing, right? It's like, what makes one fraternity better than another? It's not like a baseball team where, you know, it's the one with the most wins. Yeah. But it's often the one with kids coming from the most money, coming from these more prominent families, and then that have the biggest social budgets. So, so now- like, for instance, there's one fraternity at the University of Texas that has a million dollar a year social budget. And that just leads to crazier parties and, like, kind of crazier everything. And that's often where I was most seeing this stuff. Also, if your parents are going to take care of you no matter what, you're going to have a good lawyer no matter what, you're going to get a good job no matter what, it's easier to, you know, be a knucklehead six or seven nights a week and know that you'll be taken care of. So it's all rigged. (laughs) I mean, for the most part, that's just what it seems like. Yeah, I mean, I think in some ways, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, and you know, in some ways, maybe that's the way it's always been. Yeah, but but yeah, and you even see it in the way the struggling plays out. Um, only one boy is in jail now, mm-hmm. and the rest hired really great lawyers, and they you know are not in jail. And uh, one of the fraternities was kicked off campus, but came back four years later, and the other never left campus at all. Now, now, are so, you are you convinced that they're continuing doing all this? I mean, you, you you're exposing it. You know, you're you got a book out. You're exposing this, but you don't think anything's changed. You think it's just think continues it's going on? No, I, I don't. I don't really think anything's changed. And you know, sources will tell me that it's definitely still going on. Wow. I think the scary thing now is you know, fentanyl hit the, the scene sort of in 2018, and now you got kind of the one pill kill risk of you just take one Xanax that's cut with fentanyl and that's that's it so um I but yeah I don't I don't sense that like this book or anything else is gonna just all of a sudden make everybody pack up and and stop, you know. mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Wow, this is amazing. Now, Hollywood Reporter is saying that Sony Pictures has signed up. You guys are going to be doing a movie? Yeah, so they have a, a screenwriter who's working on a screenplay right now, and they're talking to directors and actors. Obviously, all that stuff moves super slow. Um, but, but yeah, I, I do think at some point it'll we'll see it on the screen. It'll be kind of a crazy experience. Max Marshall, man, uh, Among the Bros, a fraternity crime story. Again, people want to pick the book up. It's available everywhere and hopefully on a movie soon. If people want to follow you on social media, how can they do that? 
So, yeah, just go to my website, max-marshall.com. My email's on there if you want to reach out. Um, but, yeah, besides that, books available, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, local bookstores. You can get the audio book on Audible or, or anywhere else. And yeah, and if you uh, like it, uh, give me a shout. Thanks so much, my friend. We Thank appreciate you so it. Much. Thank you.